0: Here we are again for another rousing edition of So I Married a Movie Geek. Perhaps you're not here again, perhaps you're here for the first time, just in case. I am Chrissy McQueen. Justin Winters is the movie geek on my left-hand side as per usual and is apparently attempting to deplug his nose. It's fun times <laughs> over there on the couch.
1: Oh, but you know, uh, in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the like the Christmas special, You know how his voice sounds before his black covering?
0: Oh, Santa, I just don't understand why I can't be with the reindeer. Why
1: does it sound like I'm underwater? (laughs) So, I don't know. Something's wrong with my nose. I'm sorry. I need to Google this deviated septum stuff.
0: But are you sure that you have a deviated septum, or is this just kind of like a thought?
1: I can't breathe. Something's wrong.
0: It might be a cold. (laughs) It's, it's, I always have it, though. Yeah, but we live with a preschooler who is a human Petri dish.
1: Oh, God. Never mind.
0: Yeah. I'm oh, sure well. that's the first thing that any reputable doctor would say to you. Oh, get sick a lot. Do you have anybody sick at home? Oh, that's right. You live with an infant had a f- almost four-year-old. Nuff said.
1: Shut up, doctor.
0: <laughs> Fix my nose.
1: They are told me so they already know.
0: Basically. Well,
1: Give me back more money.
0: We're really glad that you could put your deviated septum aside and join us today for the podcast. Nasal
1: polyps. I don't know what it is.
0: Nasal polyps.
1: goo So, yeah. Fun times.
0: Fun times. Uh, luckily, those didn't seem to bother you this last week when we were able to watch our two Stephen King movies. What?
1: Well... One of them is is technically a Stephen King movie. One of them was sold as a Stephen King movie, but there was a a lawsuit involved and Ooh. money exchanged, lives ruined.
0: My understanding is that, because when you said that, I was like, okay, I think I know which one he's talking about, but based on what I had read, because I was read up a little bit on the films after I watched them, The other one had a lawsuit as well. So they were both tinged with lawsuits.
1: Black clouds over both of these movies.
0: Yeah. So let me ask you that right away. So we watched The Lawnmower Man and Maximum Overdrive.
1: Yeah.
0: Speaking of clouds (laughs) over movies, Justin, what made you want to put these on the podcast?
1: What the hell? I, you know, (laughs) whatever.
0: You just like to live dangerously?
1: Sometimes you got to say, what the fuck?
0: Sometimes.
1: Like they said in, what was that, Risky Business? Yes. Yes. Anyway. uh, No, both of these are movies um, that are kind of infamously in the very lower quadrant of Stephen King related movies. And as a kid, especially in the late like late '80s, early '90s, I was obsessed with everything Stephen King. Mm-hmm. So books, TV show, miniseries, movies. Only any Kid, I know obsessed anything that came King. up, I was like, I was like, what?
0: The rest of us are eating, like we're eating, what? reading like Arl Stein's Goosebumps, and you're like, read those more two? Stephen King.
1: No, those are, I read those too. Those are good. <laughs> but Stephen King was like, you know, when you're younger, you're like, I'm not supposed to be reading this. You know, this is awesome.
0: So it's It's interesting to me because when you were asking me like, hey, what should we watch this weekend? And you were giving me choices. You were just like, okay, so we could watch some Stephen King movies or some thrillers or – and I don't remember the third at this time. And I was like, well, I don't know. I like Stephen King, so maybe that – To be honest with you, I expected good Stephen King movies. So when the first one started and I saw the opening title card and you were laughing uproariously here on on our sofa, I was like, oh boy, now I know what I'm in for. This is going to be great.
1: So which one are we going to talk about first?
0: Well, I think we're going to talk about whichever one you think was my favorite.
1: I have no idea.
0: I know. That's half the fun. The Lawnmower Man. Yes. Which one did you guess?
1: The Lawnmower Man. Why? Um, it has um a virtual reality sex scene in it.
0: It does. That's true. Is that the
1: reason? No.
0: I'm not divulging.
1: It has um, Simple Jack in it.
0: He does have simple jacket, and I said that several times. Just go ahead and tell me. I don't have time for
1: for a guessing game here.
0: What? what? Well, you got somewhere to be. <laughs> Sorry, we're keeping you, Justin.
1: <laughs> Just tell me. I have so, no patience for this.
0: Yeah, I can see that. So, it may come as a surprise. I preferred maximum overdrive <laughs> to lawnmower man.
1: Okay. Well, let's talk about maximum overdrive. Let's. Maximum overdrive came out in... 1986? Do
0: you yep. know what that
1: means? No. Happy birthday, Maximum Overdrive. Woo! We're
0: 30 years. 30 years
1: old this year.
0: So that's why we
1: watched this movie, Chris. Clearly. Buried the lead.
0: We did bury the lead on that one.
1: <laughs> uh, 30 years, uh, Maximum Overdrive. This was known as a kid to me as the movie that was based in my home state, north carolina True dad Not a lot of those. Mm-mm. No. Um there's a couple of, like of the Corns but you're I mean, can you be really proud of
0: I guess you No, can. I mean it's like post Children of the Corn but pre Dawson's Creek. What do you No, this what is the badass
1: movie about murder like trucks trying to murder people and one of them has a green goblin face Hold on. for some I would reason. like to
0: read for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about but you're like I like this movie cast pop, pop, pop bleh, movie podcast. I'm going to listen to them anyway. This is straight out of our bookshelf. Leonard Malton's two thousand and seven movie guide. Whoa. Apparently we haven't been able to upgrade in the last almost ten years. But
1: I mean you really don't need to. I guess not. Once it's the word, it's the word. Yeah, but none of of the the movies made in the
0: last ten years need to be included. (laughs) Like they stopped at two thousand seven. They peaked. So that was it.
1: Okay, what, is, so, what does he have to say so about I this? So I looked it
0: up because I was like, I wonder if it's even going to be in here. And I actually thought maybe it wouldn't be. I betted that it wouldn't. So I was surprised when I turned to page 854 and found Maximum Overdrive 1986 in big letters, first word, bomb, directed by Stephen King starring Emilio Estevez. Customers and employees of Interstate Truck Stop are terrorized by the trucks themselves, which have come to demonic life as part of a global rebellion of machines. Novelist King, making his directing debut, said he set out to create a junk movie, nothing more, dot, 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 but he made it stupid and boring. Remade is a 1997 cable movie, Trucks.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Maltz.
0: <laughs> that told me everything I need to know. Right? Right? It did make me kind of want to watch the 1997 movie, Trucks.
1: Oh, You've got this. What do you need?
0: You don't need Maybe that. I liked it so much that I need more. Okay. So
1: tell me, what did you like about Maximum Overdrive, Chris? I love that it First was... First time like, you've ever seen this. Didn't know. Had never heard of it before.
0: I love that it was ballsy and crazy. And stupid and wonderful.
1: Okay. In what way?
0: So right away when um, when the, the drawbridge went up on uh, the interstate and there were all the accidents happening with... Um, if you've seen the movie, you'll know that basically the, the comet passes, the title card tells you. And so the machines kind of start to take over. And so one thing is malfunctioning of things. So the bridge malfunctions. Anyway, uh, all the cars that are on, it starts to slide back toward each other and like... Of all stupid things. There's like a watermelon accident. <laughs> and an ACDC truck. And then people are like sliding all over each other and dying. And there's watermelon. Like, and I'm just like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. What is this movie about? Cut to next scene at a softball field. And the coach gets smacked in the face by a vending machine and a soda. And he dies be- because of it. Then what I can only describe as the soccer equivalent of a Zamboni machine runs down a kid. I I'm not doing it justice. It's steamroller. Thank you. <laughs> soccer a equivalent. Soccer equivalent of a Zamboni machine. It was pretty eloquent.
1: <laughs> got to steamroll those soccer fields between, <laughs> between
0: them. Well, what's a steamroller doing out there?
1: It was—it wasn't supposed to be there. It, it like burst through a fence, a wooden fence.
0: <laughs> what was it doing on the other side? I mean, like here, you Steam- got, like rolling things. I mean, but seriously, how many baseball diamonds or soccer fields have you been to where, like, off to the side behind a fence in the parking lot, there happens to be a steamroller? Who knows? Who knows? Apparently, it's a
1: rampant problem. Maybe they were laying some, you know, some roads. You know,
0: they could. Ver- I mean, it's North Carolina things. things are made of dirt back there. Maybe they decided to put some roads. the thing about
1: this movie, like <laughs> <laughs> the first, the first fifteen minutes are so fucking crazy that you're like, you're like, w- where, where, where's this going?
0: Exactly.
1: F- first, the whole comic business. You're sort of like, you're like reading it, and you're just like, what?
0: So I read the comic, the, the comic what? thing, and I was like. This is Wh- stupid. What? And yet, I'm kind of curious and a little bit more on board. And then once the crazy shit started happening, I went, sold. Whatever you So it goes got. from
1: the comet thing to you're like on a city street. like People are like, cars are passing by and you see this bank. And like on the, the bank. Asshole.
0: Asshole. Asshole. The, asshole.
1: No, d- d- doesn't it say on the thing? First it says, fuck, fuck, you. fuck
0: you. And then, <laughs> and then
1: get, the guy goes up to the ATM and it says, you are an asshole.
0: And the guy who goes up to the ATM is Stephen King.
1: So that coupled with watermelon trucks and uh, uh, an all-out assault on a baseball team by a soda machine.
0: I was totally on board. I was like,
1: yes. Yes,
0: I was totally on board. I was like, this is nuts, and I like it. So
1: so the first 15 minutes are, are really like great, and then it settles down into this truck stop where I don't think right. it's, it's as great.
0: No, it's not. So but there's some
1: certain things that save. They
0: sold me. This is like this is like the those magazine boys that go door to door and try to sell you magazines and you're like, I shouldn't buy this. It's terrible.
1: Hello, ma'am. My name is my name is Justin. I'm selling these magazines for the things.
0: But I don't want any magazines, Justin. That's okay. You can donate them to your charity. <laughs> yeah. You basically get sold up front, even though you know you shouldn't, and then it never delivers on its promise.
1: But it, but it's always like, okay, these are your selections and you're like you've never heard of any of the magazines on it. I'm like.
0: Don't you want time out naps? (laughs) Time out naps.
1: (laughs) Actually, at this point in my life, that would actually make sense as an actual magazine to come to my door. Time out naps.
0: Yes, time out naps.
1: Thank God time out naps is here. (laughs) Everybody stop what you're doing. Let's sit down and read timeout Naps.
0: <laughs> it's like the adult version of a lullaby. I'm
1: surprised you haven't talked about what's the best part of this whole movie.
0: What? Emilio. Oh, Emilio.
1: Emilio Estevez. I have a storied relationship. Mighty Ducks man himself. Yes. Emilio.
0: I have a storied relationship with one Mr. Estevez.
1: A storied relationship?
0: Well, maybe.
1: What? It comes out here.
0: Yeah, oh, Should we have oh, talking yeah. about this before the party? Are you about to be jealous?
1: Were you did you get a milliode?
0: I got his autograph as a little kid. Like right around Mighty Duck's time. Uh I went to a private school here in LA. And his kid or kids, I don't know, went to a different private school. But we played each other an awful lot in different sports games. So I was one of those kids who like tried my hand at every sport, even though I wasn't great at it, and I often made the team. So wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So you were rivals against Emilio Estevez's kids in 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 high school? What? what
0: no, like school? elementary oh. and junior high, mostly junior high. Mm. But yes. What, kind, so of, every what time, kind of sports? Uh, one time I played football, but mostly I played football. I played football. Against Emilio Estevez's kid. <laughs> yeah. Mostly I played soccer. Swim team, basketball, and volleyball.
1: Does he have one kid, two kids?
0: I don't remember. I think um, I think it was one kid that we were playing against. He didn't have twins. Guy, girl. I don't remember. I really don't remember. I will annoy you. If what if they, the-
1: they totally remember you? <gasps> They're probably like on another podcast. Being you, know, like, you know what? So in like, no, it had
0: to be a girl because some of the sports I played like volleyball were not co-ed. So it had to be a girl. Hmm. I just wasn't paying attention.
1: So you're, you're like practically one degree of Kevin Bacon between. So
0: what we would do the- is like before, after the games, we would basically approach him on the bleachers and we'd be like, Hi. Hi, Mr. Estevez. Can can we please can we please have your autograph?
1: Imagine. Oh, we need to get you in a time machine to take you back to that time, so you could whisper in your ear and be like, "Okay, so he's in this movie, Maximum Overdrive." Maximum
0: Overdrive. It's
1: about these trucks trying to murder a bunch of people at a truck stop.
0: You should definitely talk to him about it. <laughs> it's
1: really, <laughs> it's crazy awesome. Seriously.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, But I was a kid, so I never had like an autograph book or anything like good. So he would always say yes, but it would always be like, so what do you have – would you like me to autograph? And we'd all like scramble. Like we'd all be working up the courage and the balls to go up to him and ask him. And then once one of us did, we never had anything for him to sign. So we'd basically be like uh, – uh, uh, So
1: wait, what did he sign for you?
0: For me, it was like a piece of paper I found. I was like, What happened to that piece of paper? Oh, I don't know. Somewhere. Chris,
1: what are you talking about? I
0: don't know. Look at this, this – we could be living
1: in a mansion in Bel Air if he could have kept that paper. Do you know how much that like is worth right now?
0: A lot. <laughs> also, Martin Sheen used to come to the swim meets.
1: Hold the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Machine?
0: Uh-huh. I liked him.
1: Wow. You were just living the dream.
0: I was. I, I was very distracted. I would be ready to go swim and I'd be like on the side of my bathing suit just like watching Martin Sheen. I'm like, that's Martin Sheen.
1: I, that would that would freak me out.
0: It did freak me out. I didn't do very well.
1: I'm like <laughs> I'm not that good of a swimmer anyway. But I'm not either. Martin Sheen's like hovering about him. Like
0: <laughs> I literally, I would make these teams, and then I'd get like, a, they would we would do a awards banquets for sports at the end of the year, and I'd get like honorable mention for effort <laughs> like those sort of trophies were like this comes to the student who just tried so hard and like put forth so much effort and when she committed she really committed she was terrible at every sport she did but right. she committed
1: pop quiz yes. what was the name of the character that Emilio esvez played in this movie go
0: oh oh i don't know it's
1: impossible, it's impossible.
0: I feel really dumb right now. I, I think it
1: was something really like like Steve, not Steve, because I wouldn't remember Steve, but like Mike. You
0: wouldn't remember Steve. It's like your favorite so non-you <laughs> name.
1: I think I've just always just just basically seen him like, oh, it's Emilio Estevez. Like,
0: right. Immediately.
1: Poor Emilio Estevez was trapped in Wilmington, North Carolina. It's, wait
0: a you, minute. Dude. No, it began with an R. Roberto? No, Ronald?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Roberto? <laughs> Ronald?
0: No, wait. No, wait. Come on. You give me five actually, seconds, I'll have a name for you. What if this. Ronaldo? What
1: if it's, it's Gordon Bombay? What if it. <laughs> it dude. What if this happened? This happened. This is actually Gordon Bombay, the character. Yeah. And this is like his, um, well, his origin story, I guess, was when he was a kid and he didn't make that goal. But so, wait. So Correlated. he didn't make the goal. Robinson? He, he didn't make the goal, Gordon Bombay. So he was very um down and he was embarrassed, so he had to move away. And he moved to uh Wilmington, North Carolina, and he got a job at this uh truck stop. Um sounds where legit. where by freak occurrence, uh, he was stalked by a bunch of uh murderous trucks that tried to kill him.
0: I mean, that sounds legit. Corn Bombay. May you rest in peace. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: It hardened him as a man. And then he went back and he coached all those kids to glory and youth ice hockey. Oh, and those stuff. kids.
0: I think you meant like the kids and his kids and my, and my friends in, in our swim meets and stuff. He, I was like, he coached us? I missed that part.
1: We're Talk about Gordon Bombay of the Mighty Ducks, Chrissy. Just
0: kidding. Have
1: you seen the Mighty Ducks?
0: Yes. Okay. Well,
1: you spaced quack, out for like
0: 30... quack, quack, quack. No.
1: <laughs> so, what was your favorite part about this movie? Was there a favorite scene, favorite character? No. Favorite motif?
0: No. I just love that it was campy and ridiculous. And I love the fact that the trucks were basically trying to kill them the entire time. I don't understand how a machine gun somehow got mounted on top of one of them. Like, because the trucks just happened to turn evil by force of the comet or whatever. Or apparently by the title card at the end, something having to do with the Soviets. I'm not even sure. Those was a UFO. Yeah. I'm, I'm really confused. <laughs> But they didn't just like turn evil and then arm themselves. Like they turn evil in whatever state they were in prior to, you know, the, the turn. So well, that
1: gun was hanging out next to the baseball field with a steamroller. So it was already armed and ready to I'm go. Like,
0: I'm like, that's what I'm saying. I was like, so that was just like there. Here you go. We happen to have one of these. Anyway. <laughs> I was kind of glad when the when the waitress got it. To be honest with you, she drove me nuts.
1: Oh, the one that was like,
0: "We made you, we made you, we, we made, made you." I was like, "Please make her stop. Please make her stop." Did you want
1: somebody to be up and go up to her and be like, "Actually, you didn't make those trucks. Someone else made those trucks. <laughs> you made that burger and fries in there." You know,
0: I love. By the way, the tr- actually, you asked me if I had a favorite part. This might be it, minus the fifteen minute introduction, which was fabulous. But when the trucks tap out in Morse code, they want to be refueled. And, like, no one will be hurt. Like, no one will.
1: I think that was my favorite part of the movie because you you instantly got very, very mad at everyone. You're like, why are they giving them gas?
0: <laughs> I <laughs> took a stand. Like, fuck, what? Like, what? This is fucking dumb. No,
1: that's where they lost you like everything else you're like you know plausible could happen wait a second (laughs) they're asking for more gas fuck that
0: i was clearly on board
1: i mean i know we're a gas station and all i know we have like apparently 30 or 40 bazookas in the basement
0: but isn't that half the point is hoping that eventually they just like run out of fuel and then the nightmare is over
1: you would think i don't know it was hard. Who was making like the major decisions in that group? Because you had Emilio Estevez, right, or Gordon Bombay, whoever he he played. You had Bubba, who was like the owner of the joint.
0: Yeah.
1: Who I think his name was Bubba, but he also called everyone else Bubba. We so be sure. I don't know. He could have had some kind of you know personality disorder or something, but um, and then everybody there was like the kid that you know was almost died via soda machine oh, yeah. and steamroller, but somehow made it there. He was scrappy. There was, dude, there was that weird drifter, drifter woman that just like showed up. Drifter was, her name was Brett. The one that, oh, the one that instantly showed up and was like, had the hots for Emilio Estevez.
0: Yeah. Oh, here I am. <laughs> I'm going to join the survivor fray.
1: <laughs> could you imagine like, you know, I'm Emilio Estevez. All of a sudden this woman shows up. And it's like, so we almost died right there by a truck. Let's have sex. Like, let's have sex on a cot. Honk. (laughs) (laughs) There's sex toys in this movie.
0: No. They would have turned against you. Are you kidding me? You're like. Let me take this battery-operated <laughs> vibrator and see what I can do. I'm gonna have some so much fun. <laughs> Let me go deep deep
1: diving. Let me tell you, it does
0: not end well. <laughs> what? Any of those, any of those mechanical sex objects or toys did not end well for whomever was using them. I when mean, comet I guess hit. thank
1: God that they were stuck in a truck stop in Wilmington, North Carolina instead of like a a gas station in Los Angeles, California.
0: Could have been worse.
1: You <laughs> would never have got out alive. <laughs> um. So what else? What else about this movie? I mean, Stephen King directed this movie. This is yes. the first and only movie that he directed.
0: I said that right away. I was like, Stephen King directed this, and you were like, Yeah, it's the only one he did.
1: <laughs> he uh, famously said that he was quote coked out of his mind the whole I time. Read that. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, that it makes
0: a lot of sense. Everything
1: makes sense now. Could you see him pitching this? I mean, I know he wrote, like, a short story called Trucks. But imagine him going in and to pitch into, like, the studio and get, like, the major money. Like, he's like, okay, guys, here's what we're going to do. So they get stuck at a truck stop. I do lots of coke. <laughs> and he just, like, loses. And then, you know, people get attacked by a steamroller that's next to a baseball field. So, Soda machi- what
0: I mean, it makes sense because he's got his name, so they're pretty much like, whatever you say, Stephen King, like, yeah, we're on board, we'll give you the big monies. So, it kind of makes sense.
1: Like, he's <laughs> like four years old, like, sure, yeah, you could direct the movie. Yeah,
0: four year olds carry around a lot of money, so it's entirely possible. Um, but beyond that, like, beyond the just the name recognition of it all. I bet you his short story though I haven't read it so I can't vouch for it for sure. But I bet you it's, it's not Trucks. bad. I know. The nineteen eighty seven movie is the same.
1: You're saying it's not bad? I
0: bet you it's not bad. So I bet you, because he's a good writer, they read that and they were like, and it's Stephen King and why not?
1: Although his endings are usually like very, very um mediocre to bad. So I could see, I could see the ending of his short story be like and then the comments started to go over and then a UFO was there and the Russians blew it up or I couldn't understand. Like some of Stephen King's (laughs) endings remind
0: me of writing contests I used to enter into when I was a kid. When I was 12, I won a thing with the daily news for writing a Halloween story, but it wasn't very good because towards the end I just got sick of writing it. So it was like, and then Mandy went home and it was all a dream. The end. By the way, that is Googleable. If you Google my name, you will find the story from when I was 12. It's there on the internet forever.
1: You know, I know someone that probably has a problem with that. Uh oh. Emilio Estevez's daughter, (laughs) your mortal enemy.
0: Back to Chrissy. Dumb.
1: So here's a sentence that I saw on IMDb Stephen King originally wanted to cast Bruce Springsteen in the lead. What? No. Now, are we thinking that's the Emilio Estevez role?
0: I mean, it has to be. Who else would it be?
1: What if it's the front of the truck? Like it's Bruce Springsteen's face on the front of that truck.
0: Instead of the Green Goblin? Huh? Instead of the Green Goblin? instead
1: of the Green Goblin, it's Bruce Springsteen's face.
0: I mean, then you might just root for the truck. (laughs) You kind of root for the truck anyway. Kind of. A little (laughs) bit. No? But I go back and forth. I thought the truck was kind of an asshole, but I like the concept.
1: Why was he an asshole?
0: Demanding fuel. <laughs> hurting people. Obvious reasons.
1: What did you think of the soundtrack? That's another thing that was...
0: Oh, all ACDC all the time? Yeah. I mean, I'm not an ACDC fan, so to me it was kind of like, meh. If you oh, have a movie whatever. called
1: Maximum Overdrive based on a short story called Trucks... I guess DC is the
0: it makes sense most
1: obvious choice
0: I mean it makes sense I wasn't opposed and I liked the little touch in the beginning of that DC truck getting it on the um what's it called the bridge but being that I'm not like a fan, I was kind of like all right whatever <laughs> it didn't it didn't affect me much either way
1: They needed some 80s r and b as the backing track instead
0: what is 80s r and b anyway I think of 90s r and b what's 80 s r and b consist of? Um, sing to me, Justin.
1: <laughs> Debarge.
0: <laughs> That's not La, da, da, de, da, da, da.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> so, if you had to pick up something out of this movie that you definitely did not like, it dragged, it dragged, yeah, a little too long, yeah, a little bit. You tell this was based on a short story,
0: <laughs> basically. <laughs> We we're like they've been in this diner a really long time. Is there some sort of turning point in this movie? A lot of
1: red shirts in this this truck stop. You're like, so who's that dude? Like he just showed up. Like who's that dude? Yeah, right. and now he's dead.
0: Oh, all right. Well, nice knowing you. And
1: that's when the the tur- the gun turret came out. Like, okay, let's mow down at least four to five people in this
0: cast. Yeah, we've basically got to like streamline here. So this is how we're going to do it. We're going to have the trucks murder you. And it'll be great. Okay? Action. Coke. That's my feelings on that.
1: I love that you're still eating brie over here.
0: I am nibbling on brie cheese because I have wine. And by the <laughs> wine way. Wine and brie cheese. I basically, I I eschewed my veganism. Like, over the past year or so, I've become a vegetarian as opposed to a vegan. And now here I am with my brie cheese and my wine discussing Stephen King. Couldn't be couldn't be any better than this go on <laughs>
1: um would you have been one of the people that have been like okay we're here we're inside the dixie boy let's let's hunker up and you know we've got enough uh food to to last us or would you have been the person to be like we got to get out of here now they're just going to like they're just going to come in they're just going to start like ramming through the walls and shit
0: well this is before the internet so it's not like we could look it up on our phone and see how widespread the problem was or how local it was either way so you can really only go by what is right in front of you
1: I took gut instinct, Chrissy. What would you have done?
0: What do you think I would have done? No, I really want to know how well you know me. We've been together 12 years. What would I have done? because I know for sure what I would have done. can not you
1: just answer a straight question? I
0: can, but I'm very curious as to what, what you What do
1: think. you think I'm about to say? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is like that improv game questions only. Go for it. I would of course, done flight as opposed to fight. I'm totally you through the, the,
1: the underground poop entrance, the, were they...
0: Oh, no. By flight, I mean hide. I don't mean like flight as in run away because f- that also insinuates fighting. Once you run away, you have no safety anymore. Flight
1: means run, Chrissy. Right.
0: Run if and run and hide. <laughs> run and hide. Okay.
1: You're already inside the truck stop, yep. so?
0: Hunker down. Eat what you can. Run and hide. Okay. For sure. In fact, I even I forgot what scene it was, but there was a certain scene we were watching, and I thought to myself, "They're in a diner. I wonder how much food they actually have in their walk-in and things like that. If they rationed appropriately, they could probably ride this out."
1: Do you think that um, this is more malign than it should be? I mean, he, I do. I think King or Stephen King called it the worst adaptation of one of his works.
0: So. Oh yeah, he jumped on the. It's okay. You can hate this movie. I hate it too. Bandwagon. But I don't think that it was terrible, to be honest with you. I mean, it's campy. If you can get on board with the camp, then you can get on board with the movie. If you can't, then obviously you're going to hate it. Okay. Nodding in agreement over there?
1: Is Emilio Estevez um, a sex object? No. No?
0: No. Not even.
1: Is it because you had a long-running rivalry with his his daughter? Is that why? She's not your type?
0: Yeah, maybe. I view him more as like an uncle. He's like an uncle type.
1: Does he kind of look like a butch lesbian?
0: I was thinking of the gay card for a hot second, then I was like, no, but he's not gay. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he looks like a butch lesbian. haven't really thought it through that far. No? But it's possible. No? Nope.
1: No Gordon Bombay.
0: Gordon, Gordon Bombay?
1: Huh?
0: Gordon Bombay?
1: Is, is that what I said? No. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, Justin.
1: Should they remake?
0: Hundred percent.
1: Maximum overdrive? Yes. Okay. Let's do it. Oh boy. Max it okay, is it still gonna be called maximum overdrive?
0: Hyperspace overdrive. I have no idea. Something more maximum than maximum.
1: What's more maximum than maximum?
0: Maximum
1: effort.
0: Magnum overdrive.
1: Magnum overdrive. Yeah, I have no idea. That's not. not, Nope. Screw it. It's been long enough. Maximum overdrive. Sure. There could be a new, just like Ghostbusters. There could be maximum. All right, so new maximum overdrive. Still set in Wilmington, what's the what's the what's the what's the story? What is it? Total reboot? Is it a, a sequel?
0: I think it's a reboot. I think it takes place when we have now the iPhone and the internet and oh, all the other.
1: Oh shit! Oh yeah. shit! That's
0: a whole different level. Oh man! Because it was the idea; that it was electronics. We didn't have any personal electronics. We were all taking around back then, so it made sense that it was like trucks but if you parlay that that whatever's going on um into our normal everyday electronics and so suddenly nobody can use their iphone unless the iphone like you know whatever bores laser beams into everyone's skull when they put it near their face it gets you cancer ba- well that's too long term of a movie <laughs> also real um but <laughs> it's,
1: we're living in maximum overdrive
0: we are It's just a really 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 slow version
1: the theme of the maximum overdrive is
0: it's real life, right? <laughs> but yeah, if you can. Okay, could so partly, there's
1: iPhones everywhere that can murder you, basically. Uh huh.
0: You know, and internet everywhere. Like if the if the whatever it is, these bad vibes that they were never really disclosed what they were, but the bad vibes from the comet are travel. What am I saying? If they're able to travel via Wi-Fi, then they're... Everywhere they are literally in everything. They're in the Bluetooth speakers. They're in, um, they're in everybody's registers. Nobody has.
1: You're overthinking it, Chrissy. No, You're losing. to awesome. You're losing me. Shut You're up. Losing me. It's get, everywhere. Get to the crux of the. So, this is another truck stop.
0: I mean, if we're going, it's gotta be. Yeah, I was going to say if we're going for a remake, then yes.
1: This truck stop is called the Dixie. No, Dixie. No. Not the Dixie boy, but
0: Just the Dixie Diner.
1: Dixie Diner. Okay. Sure. Close enough. Okay. Same mold. Same same stuff. Who's the new Emilio?
0: Oh. Chris Pine.
1: Chris Pine.
0: I just want to put Chris Pine in movies. Okay,
1: Chris Pine and a bunch of people.
0: Yeah. Bunch of people.
1: Bunch of trucks again.
0: I think the Bruce
1: Springsteen truck
0: he's back yes no he's not. <laughs> I'm like uh, I think there are trucks I think there are drones like oh I'm just that idiot walking around with my drone and like drones are like flying in and oh crashing gosh, into that windows sounds like a nightmare I know
1: like they won't even be able to like go outside at all
0: yeah I know
1: iPhones drones this is, this is like the mist Bruce Springsteen but, trucks. but
0: the mist is like oh. electronics and stuff
1: I would never forget. So,
0: I thought of The Mist while watching.
1: <laughs> we did see The Mist on Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, we did. That's a mistake. That is the
1: most depressing Thanksgiving movie yeah. of all time. Don't do it with your mom.
0: I know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. But I did think of The Mist while watching this movie because I was like, this is reminiscent, I feel like. I feel like if it were remade, it could be in this image.
1: I'm down for a Chris Pine uh, Maximum Overdrive. Reboot. That's
0: using today's t- technology. I, uh, I guess
1: it just seems daunting. Like there's so much stuff that. That's could just be, it. That could that's the whole point. Legitimately like, kill they, would, you. They,
0: they would be completely isolated. With they would have to like literally throw their iPhones outside and lock the door.
1: Like a panic room or something in this truck stop.
0: You, no, because the panic room is electronically. Controlled. Madness. We really depend a lot on technology. Yeah. That's why I think it'd be more interesting now. Huh. I'd watch it. Me too.
1: With an ACDC soundtrack.
0: Bring him back.
1: Every song just sounds. Sure. (laughs) What else? talked about it all,
0: right? I was going to say, I feel like that covers maximum overdrive. We have maxed out maximum overdrive.
1: So, basic thing that you can glean from this whole thing is you need to see maximum overdrive if you have it.
0: And don't trust technology.
1: Don't trust technology. Don't trust trucks.
0: Or Emilio Estevez's kids.
1: Emilio Estevez's kids. If he has kids. Kids, you still think you might only have one kid?
0: <laughs> I was very focused on my own performance.
1: Um So what would you give Maximum Overdrive as a uh, a letter grade?
0: C minus, but a fun C minus. C minus? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, C minus. I enjoyed it.
1: Maximum Overdrive.
0: Dun, dun, dun. Dun,
1: dun, dun. So, now we're so now you like that. Yeah. So you didn't like the other movie? Well...
0: Let's move on what? to Lawnmower Man, shall we? I did not not enjoy it. I just preferred the other one. So Lawnmower Man is also in the 2007 Leonard Maltin book of movies. Here's what we got for, for the description. Ready? Doesn't say the word bomb up front like uh, Maximum Overdrive did. Just goes right into the description of who's in it. Then it says, uh, Scientist Pierce Brosnan needs a guinea pig for... Hitherto fa- failed experiments in drug therapy and H- computer. He and- said hitherto. Yes. failed Maltz. Yeah, Maltz. You're just going for broke with your five dollar words. Well, he's
1: Fail- got a small space, so he's got a.
0: He's really got to punch it up. He's going to maximize his effort.
1: Ooh! Ooh.
0: Put it in overdrive.
1: Maximum overdrive remake with Chris Pine and Leonard, Leonard Maltz. Maltin. He's going to get my linen vaults for that one.
0: For sure. Uh, So uh, he was... uh, Sorry. Scientist Pierce Brosnan needs a guinea pig for hitherto failed experiments in drug therapy and computer instruction. Who better than the grinning mental defect who mows his lawn? At least the pyrotechnics at the end, simulating virtual reality, are full of visual buzz. Fahey in a blonde wig is really tough to take, has nothing to do with the Stephen King short story it's ostensibly based on. Director's Cut, available on video, has more than 30 minutes of additional footage followed by a sequel. Please tell me you knew there was a sequel to this. Oh, yeah. Lover Have Man you too. seen the sequel? Of course. Shut up. Of course. What happens in the sequel?
1: I don't remember. No. No.
0: Leonard Maltz knows what happened in the sequel.
1: Can you imagine this movie with 30 more minutes attached to it? I know I can't. Oh, my God. Kill me. Yikes. Mm-mm. I love in his review, that seems longer than the other one.
0: That does it, seem longer than the other one. He just
1: couldn't stop talking about the lawnmower man. He's
0: really into it. I
1: love where he's like, who better than the mentally impaired lawnmower man?
0: The, the plot is both, <laughs> this is great, the plot is both complicated and simple-minded. And aimed primarily at teenage computer fans, but the standardized Blade Runner future uh, routine a- action and only- Blade Runner future that's what it says. Maltz, what? 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 Routine action and only intermittent malts. computer graphics will li- likely leave them as disinterested as everyone else.
1: You know what's weird? What? I think I might like Lawnmower Man better than of Drive. Why? This movie's fucking crazy, man.
0: I mean, it is. Here's
1: the thing. This movie was like the ultimate Trojan horse back in, when did it come out? 92? Yeah. Because originally it was sold as Stephen King's The Lawnmower Man. Oh. And so I was like, what? I was like, (laughs) Stephen King and Lawnmower's sign me up I'm on board and the poster's like this guy like mowing alone and like this weird eye like virtual reality eyes like looking over him and i was like that does not seem (laughs) like 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 a comfortable way to mow your yard yard basically nope and then i saw all the virtual reality stuff and i was like what is this (laughs) i was like what is i read the short story this is what is this this is nothing like the short story. No, this is like nothing like the short is like story. This like simple
0: Jack gets injected with some shit and gets promoted mentally to a new station in life.
1: And and it's almost crazy to say this, but the original short story is crazy too. It's about this guy, like he like call. I think I can't remember, but I just remember this guy calling this uh, landscaping service, and this this guy shows up, the lawnmower man, to mow his yard. And I think there what the guy did have a lawnmower that ran on his own, but the guy, the lawnmower man, like stripped naked and like he was really like, fat and like naked and was like eating like the grass behind the lawnmower. What? Is it mod Yeah, I'm I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry, no.
1: So somebody basically looked at that as like, Okay, this is, is unap <laughs> this is unadaptable. Let's throw out all the crazy stuff. Lawnmower man. That's Let's the just take title.
0: A simple guy who happens to probably be pretty good looking. If we take away the layers of like filth and unkempt hair,
1: what happens when one man,
0: <laughs> one man,
1: who usually mows your yard, oh yeah, starts playing virtual reality games while on drugs? <laughs> Stephen King's the lawnmower man. <laughs>
0: That encapsulates what this entire movie is about. You just did it. Congratulations. I think that Stephen King was probably high on coke for this one as well. I know he didn't make the movie, but the story is <laughs> Like crazy. when he like,
1: watched it or something? <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: Well, because we know that he was high on coke when he made Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. So based on what you just told me about the actual story, not necessarily the adaptation, I would guess he was high when he wrote that one as well.
1: Like a f four to five year old co-case, basically. So you didn't like Lomore Man as much.
0: Nah. What was the main reason? Um, well <laughs> can we talk about how Pierce Brosnan whispered his in- his lines throughout the entire movie? Hey, I just wanna tell you.
1: <laughs> so wait, you did like the Lomar man because of Pierce Brosnan's whispering?
0: No, that's just one of the things that annoyed me. Like it that Welcome it started out nitpick
1: island population <laughs> but, one, Chrissy. But it, when, so what you're saying, Chrissy, is it
0: But just when it starts out as an answers. annoyance and then it continues throughout the entire thing, towards the end, I was just like, fucking say a sentence. Like, just say a sentence.
1: Wouldn't this be hilarious if you thought about this? Because this was a couple years before he was in Goldeneye. That somebody <laughs> somebody saw this movie and was watching it. It's like, there he is. James fucking <laughs> Bond. Whispering all his lines. He's frequently topless. There's a lot of toplessness in this movie. There is. It's true. Nope. And it's all dudes.
0: Some of them (laughs) with some like
1: hair, like tufts of hair just like breaking out. Can't even. I haven't seen this movie in a long time, but you know what this movie also is? What? I think it's an anti-smoking parable. (laughs) (laughs) This movie starts out and he literally smokes – through this entire
0: movie. Which is funny because I didn't think it was an anti smoking parable based on that. I thought it was like, look, all the cool, smart scientists smoke and you should too, kids.
1: No, it starts out like this, this scientist is like stressed out. He's smoking. He's smoking his be- in, in his bed while his wife's asleep. She wakes up. She's like, are you smoking in bed again? And Chrissy's over here like, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, I'm
0: like, does this happen? People then do he's, that.
1: He's smoking in his basement, you know, uh, he's smoking. He's smoking the whole time. I know. And then all of a sudden, shit hits the fan. You know, this crazy ass lawnmower man starts murdering people. He almost dies in this huge explosion. At the end, he's like, looking at his cigarette, he's like, nope. (laughs) I guess I'm done. This is what had to happen for him to quit smoking. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this murderous lawnmower man had to almost kill tons of people.
0: Everybody takes their own journey. It's their own journey, Justin. It's a personal thing. So, you know what's funny? So you know how in the previous movie you we were talking about, you were talking about rooting for the machines versus rooting for the the group of of, I don't know, the band of friends <laughs> So in this movie, I did actively root for the lawnmower man as opposed to Pierce Brosnan.
1: because you thought that um whispering. The whisper. The fucking whisper. A, like a a moral, a moral a moral line by <laughs> He went from, you know, Hey, hey man, wanna play some video games to, you know, hey, let let's play some video games and then I'm gonna inject you with these extreme new top neutropic drugs basically. No,
0: but I don't think he was just that sympathetic. I mean, there was the whispering of the lines, yes, whatever. There was the smoking, like you mentioned. And then there was the fact that he was really in this whole thing for himself. He didn't want the monkeys to be like you know brutally experimented on, but like let's inject some drugs into this guy and see what happens and he was like he would say things like, "I just want to make it so no one can take advantage of you anymore when really that's what he was doing the entire time, so there was some irony there. Uh, and then, sure enough, you know his own creation Frankensteined out on him, and was ready to take over so at that point, when the turning point started happening, I was like, Yes, lawnmower man, like put him in his fucking place. you've arrived, sir. You've arrived.
1: <laughs> I just imagine like if you would have <laughs> if you would have been a lawnmower man fan at the time this came out, like go- <laughs> going to hot topic, getting you a lawnmower man shirt <laughs> like
0: <laughs> Team You're Lawnmower huge Man Huge
1: Lawnmower Man fan You got like a <laughs> Lawnmower Man uh, Simple Jag wig That you rock
0: <laughs> For Halloween
1: And you play you some Gyrosphere virtuality And you get Smarter
0: No I would want to be Urbane Version of Lawnmower Man
1: Urbane What?
0: Yes Was Urbane? Yeah Explain do you, do you know what that means?
1: The Urbane. What are you talking about?
0: (laughs) You were talking about like what I would, you were like talking about going to Hot Topic and buying things to emulate Lawnmower Man.
1: Yeah. Number one Lawnmower Man fan. Right. I bet you can go on eBay and get you a Lawnmower Man shirt.
0: Oh God, good luck with that. You'll find like Giuseppe's gardening service shirts. (laughs) What? (laughs)
1: You're making negative sense now. Okay, so...
0: You I didn't like this movie that, as
1: much as Maximum Overdrive. No, but But I, you were rooting for the Lawmore man and over... And I would be the
0: urbane over, lawnmower uh, man. Uh, over
1: whispering Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> yeah. He whispers too much, he Justin. He does. That's the main reason I don't like this movie. He's whispering <laughs> all his lines.
0: Not the main reason, but a reason. <laughs> I really like the virtual reality stuff. It was ahead of its time. It wasn't exactly spot on, but it this it tried. movie was
1: like it's got some foreshadowing, like scary foreshadowing, yeah. in it for what we're in now.
0: I can't go into town today, honey. More like I the have internet, to be staying online. Than virtual
1: reality, but, yeah, that's
0: what I mean. Like I can but now go virtual and reality to town
1: Blow up again just this year. So what do you mean? Huh? What do you mean? Virtual reality, it like blew virtual up? reality gaming. Oh, is 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 like getting. More and more popular recently, sure. So, so, I'm sure people are like, I'm sure. I mean, people have to be thinking about the lo- like, what have we learned? I mean, from the like, Man? they would
0: be remiss if they weren't.
1: <laughs> like, I shouldn't be smoking, Mm-mm. I shouldn't, uh, you know, develop some kind of monkey robocop. Um, that, I honestly that thought I was like, games. if it could just
0: like cure his headache, maybe he wouldn't be so homicidal.
1: Who, Pierce Brosnan.
0: Yeah, if Pierce Brosnan could have cured Lawnmower Man's headache.
1: La- cured the Lawnmower Man's headache?
0: Yeah. He would be like, ah! and He'd like hold his head.
1: Well, that was my favorite. That was one of my favorite things about Pierce Brosnan. Um, I didn't notice the, the, the whispering as much as you did, <laughs> but he did some really great um, uh, brain acting, which is when, like, <laughs> the lawnmower man was in his brain and Pierce Brosnan would be like, "Oh, eh, oh get out of my head.
0: Basically. <laughs> That's what
1: got him the Jays Bond role, basically. That and all the smoking and the shirtlessness. That was
0: clearly his audition.
1: Um, what else? Uh, This movie, and we talked about this at the top of the show because you were like, guess why I love uh Lawnmower Man? I was like, The uh, virtual reality sex scene. Mm -hmm. So imagine, Chrissy. Oh, boy. We get a date night.
0: Oh, we get a date night? Yeah. High five. It's
1: a surprise. You're like, what are we doing? I take you to this um, half secluded uh, factory office building that has some really cool virtual reality gyrospheres that we jump in. Sounds good. And I'm like, you're like, what are we doing here? And I'm I like slip the, the helmet over here and I'm like, just just be quiet. Just <laughs> just 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 let it in. And then all of a sudden we're in this virtuality land and we like start kissing or our avatars start kissing each other and then we like it's like silly putty just like melding into each other, and then all of a sudden we're like this dragonfly hot fl- flying over. That was hot. Sure. Did they That do it for you? No, no,
0: no. Just think of that scene. Um, I was basically like, "Well, we've done everything else in virtual reality at this point, you know, in terms of like, would you like to fall, float, kill people? What would you like to do today?" So I guess it was a natural, like, thing. But honestly, I was just like, "This is stupid." I thought it was stupid.
1: So wait a minute. So if I asked you date night for virtual reality uh, sex, you'd be like, "Nope."
0: I'd be like, um, how about we skip all that because that sounds expensive and stupid. And for free, I'll meet you in the back of the car.
1: Have I gotten to the part where you get stuck in our like brain glue? And you're like, let me out, let me out. And I'm like, no, wait a minute. I'm going to turn into this huge penis monster and like vomit jizz <laughs> at you. Like, turns is like a like a freaky yeah. virtual reality rape scene, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah, not on board.
1: And then that that character that oh. That poor single woman who, you know, her bar was so low that she had to bang the the lawnmower man with the mentally impaired lawnmower man.
0: So I thought about this when, when she came along. I was like, I can't decide whether she's like a Blanche Devereaux and she's just a slut or if like she sees something in him that nobody else could see in him. I think it was the former
1: he had a big penis.
0: He might have. But he couldn't kiss. That was my favorite. Talk about a favorite scene. Is that, that your favorite scene? That might have been. But but no, because I was also simultaneously give, grossed out by give, it.
1: Give me your tongue.
0: I was really grossed give out by it too. T- I even looked at you and I was like, Oh, oh no. Please don't give give her your, give tongue. Me your tongue. No. <laughs> Gross. I couldn't. Nope, nope.
1: She was thirsty, man.
0: Nope. No thanks.
1: Her her options must have been. Right? Virtually Neil.
0: That's just it. No, I can't. Gross. Give me your tongue. Don't. I don't want (coughs) to keep it to yourself. You get to keep your tongue. Thanks for playing. Uh Uh-oh. Have you ever played a virtual reality game before? I mean, I've played video games.
1: Not a video game of... of virtual reality? Not that I remember.
0: A, I, if I did, I would have been very young and I don't remember it, but I don't think I have.
1: If if someone was like, Chrissy, we're going to make a virtual reality game of your choosing. Okay. You tell us the idea and within a week we'll come back and we'll. here's your dream virtual reality game. Would it be like the recreation of the Titanic sinking <laughs> no. in your, your rose?
0: Definitely not.
1: Like a uh, Leo avatars, like
0: let actually, me, let
1: me up on the wood.
0: No, but <laughs> there's enough room. You mentioned Leo. Could it be like a traveling through different Leo movies? Like you start out in Titanic. Are you and like it the just quantum burn? leap of Leo movies? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you like sliders into Leo movies?
0: Yeah. Why can't it be like that? Like. Ah, sliders. Oh, ah, like you wind up and catch me if you can I love
1: that my, I was like, tight, you know, Titanic, or <laughs> Titanic, you're like, why would I do that? Would I, I could have all his films?
0: <laughs> I mean, basically, if I could slide and catch people You can and be in like Amy Adams' role, and like that would be fun, and then like slide back out and then be in Inception and be Marion Cotillard. If
1: you slide into Revenant and you get raped by a bear, that's the, that's the end. That is the
0: only Leo movie I haven't seen, and that's the one he won the award for. I can't believe it.
1: We're gonna have to watch that movie. Ugh. I've been wanting to watch it. All right. It's not like like what am I gonna, like? I'm gonna go somewhere else and watch The Revenant.
0: Coming to a podcast near you. Oh man, The Revenant.
1: So your true uh, game would be, you know,
0: sliding into different sliding into
1: different Leonardo DiCaprio movies. <laughs>
0: that Sounds like great fun.
1: That sounds ridiculous.
0: What's yours? Huh? <laughs> What's yours?
1: Same. <laughs> Same. I'll be co-sliding. <laughs> like you'll be like in What's Eating Gilbert Grape, and I'll be like I'm in the tree I'll be like hey Chrissy thought, it, thought you'd be here
0: just wanted to join in saying where's Arnie <laughs> where's
1: Where's Arnie <laughs> say it
0: Justin you're not in this movie get out I'm hiding <laughs> Justin you're not in this movie Dustin 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's coming. Things like that are coming. You know, it's coming. Uh, I'm on board. Not only like the actual games, but like experiences. Like you, you know, you're in the movie now.
0: I mean, as it should be.
1: You're gonna be like in the seat with like a huge mask over your face. And you're in the movie. Basically, it's crazy. Like it, it needs is crazy now. What else, Chrissy?
0: I don't have a lot else. This movie is just kind of like ho hum to me, so I don't have a ton. Really? Yeah.
1: You didn't get the theme? What's the theme of the Lomore Man? Besides, maybe you shouldn't play video games with your Lomore Man. Maybe
0: you shouldn't exploit people around you who are simple-minded?
1: True. True.
0: Control and government stuff, maybe?
1: Yeah. This movie has one of those, the bad guy is on a huge screen, but his head oh, yeah. covers the entire screen. And the whole so- time I was
0: like, he hasn't learned to back away from his Skype camera. <laughs> like somebody needs to teach him. It's okay. You can back away from your Skype camera. They can still see you.
1: The bad guy is uh, Hank from Breaking Bad. Nice. In this movie.
0: That means nothing to me. But yay. Get on it. I haven't seen it. Get on it. Well, okay.
1: Uh, virtual reality is the devil.
0: Oh. Maybe. Yeah,
1: I mean, there's a lot of heavy-handed. Like, I mean, the Pierce Brosnan character doesn't even want to leave his house. He just wants to float around weird landscapes, apparently, all the time. That's true. His wife's like, "Hey, let's go out." He's like, "No, No, I want to smoke topless here in my basement (laughs) and whisper."
0: I mean, what do you find redeeming about this movie so much that you wanted me to see it? What? What do you find redeeming about this movie so much Why crazy? That you want to be to see it?
1: I love crazy movies.
0: Uh, right. It is crazy. Is there it's, anything else?
1: It's a Stephen King movie. True. Um, it's got a great virtual reality sex scene. The uh, monkey Robocop at the top.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I was when I first saw this, I'm like, poor if monkey. this movie is all about monkey Robocop, you can, you know. Count me in. <laughs> like, I'm there. I will pay twice for this.
0: That poor monkey.
1: That was pretty cool. Sure, um, Jeff Jeff Fahey's, uh the wig, the the simple Jack wig. I can't top.
0: even with that wig.
1: That was the, the, the I guess his acting at the beginning. There, I was just like, kind of lost me. I think he could have toned it down a little bit. What?
0: I'm I'm giggling that that's where they lost you. <laughs> You're like, you know, the wig. That's where they lost me. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. The it was piece, crazy
1: blonde. True.
0: But the piece of the puzzle that made the least amount of sense in this movie was <laughs> clearly the wig. Good job, Justin. You ferreted that out.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, girl, it's like his whispering is like the worst part. <laughs> like he whispers all the time. Touche. So
0: um fair enough.
1: So should we uh, remake or reboot the Lomar Man?
0: No. Why not? I th- I feel like you, you know what? You could take this lies. movie,
1: and like, you wouldn't really have to like update the script that much because the virtual reality is just update the virtual reality, basically,
0: right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, there is that, but I think that the reason that this wasn't very good wasn't just like a comedy of errors of you know whatever bad directing or bad casting or things it's like slow. that.
1: Slow. Like, could you, you could chop about twenty minutes pretty easily from easy. this movie.
0: I just think it was very good. Like, period. Like, not worthy of redoing.
1: Because of the whispering?
0: No, because of the whole thing.
1: The the whispering is the number one thing he
0: brought up. No, I... Oh, boy. (laughs) I gave up. Sure. Yes. Because of the whispering, Justin.
1: (laughs) The lawnmower man v. the whispering man.
0: Clearly. And that's why we have a problem. We're at an impasse. Uh,
1: do you are you attracted to uh, shirtless, like when they're they're mowing the lawn shirtless, like he is once he, you know, gets smarter.
0: Typically, no, no, no. Um, first You're of like, all, put a shirt on. I was gonna say like that's kind of weird. Like, please put a shirt on. Second of all, maybe this is my own lens, but every uh gardener or landscape artist or architect. We have had in the past when I was a kid or when I was a teenager, um, well, they didn't exactly look like the guy who played the lawnmower man, whatever his name was in real life.
1: What are you saying, Chrissy? Uh,
0: I'm saying, no, thank you.
1: Are you being racist? No, I said, no, thank you. Talk so about ugly lawnmower men?
0: Well, that's not racist to say that they're ugly, but... Did
1: you see Desperate Housewives?
0: Yes, and none of them look like that. <laughs>
1: Wait, wasn't the guy uh, her gardener or like Eva yes. Goria?
0: Yes, but I'm saying none of them looked like that.
1: Apparently they do.
0: Likewise, I'm sure a lot Walmart of them more like
1: I mean, uh, Desperate Housewives is um, based on a true story.
0: True. And I'm, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and and uh, what I was going to say is like, I'm sure that like none of the women looked like the Desperate Housewives either. So there's, you know, something to be said for both sides there.
1: Man, you're just calling everyone ugly today.
0: <sighs> Call me Donald Trump. Yuck! Gross! Yuck! Don't call me Donald Trump. I'll cry. Or actually, which celebrity? Who is the one that's always calling people ugly? Is it Farrah from Teen Mom? Who is the who's like she's ugly? You're ugly. No, no, Amanda Bynes.
1: Oh, poor Amanda Bynes. I know. She, you know what she needs? What? Some uh, some drugs in virtual reality.
0: Definitely. Can you imagine? <gasps> oh Let's my God. get God.
1: Let's remake the lawnmower man and call it the lawnmower gal or, or woman. And yeah. it's basically the whispering scientist is back. <laughs> um, and he sees that Amanda Bynes has been being unjustly maligned in the press because she's obviously going through some deep issues, mm-hmm. um, psychologically. Sure. Uh, f- with her family she's so like you know what she needs
0: virtual reality <laughs> nootropics <New> clearly
1: <laughs> could you imagine Amanda Bynes playing herself nope no
0: no she's kind of off the deep end I'm not even sure she knows who herself is anymore
1: can you imagine her being like give me your tongue gross no no Damn it, Chrissy, you don't play along at all.
0: I'm sorry. I failed. Womp womp.
1: Go back to your breeches.
0: No, I'm good. I don't need more breeches. What would you
1: give the lawnmower man? D. So gave Max Drive a minus. C-,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Lawnmower man a D? Yep. Doesn't this make you want to watch Lawnmower Man 2?
0: It makes me want to watch, like, somebody who put together a clip spree of it. Like, here's two minutes of clips from this whole movie so I could feel like I watched the movie in two minutes.
1: I think we talked about all the best parts.
0: I think so, too. Best parts covered. <laughs>
1: you're like, where they're falling asleep. No, I'm good. What else do you have to say, Chris?
0: I'd, I have to say that I am excited to see what our movies are for the next podcast because hopefully they'll be better. I mean, they'll be great. She, she complain? I'm not complaining. Complained, just complain some more. I'm being hopeful.
1: Well, special day's coming up. Oh, yeah. It's my birthday.
0: And Father's Day this weekend. Yay, Justin.
1: So um I'm sure one of our movies that we're have to watch is Appendance Day.
0: Appendance Day?
1: Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> Resurgence.
0: Oh my God, I cannot wait for that movie to come out. I mean, I was always a huge Independence Day fan back in the 90s, but like the fact that it is now getting, it got made and it's going to happen for sure. I'm like, yes.
1: I think Independence Day comes up like several times in past episodes. Yep. Just like randomly.
0: Because we both talk about like it sticks with us, you know, release me. No. And we're like, yes. Dr. Oakham.
1: Dr. Oakham's back.
0: I know. How's he back? I guess we'll find out. Does it make sense? I know.
1: It does not make sense.
0: That's okay. It doesn't need to. It's all good. So
1: if someone magically stayed around this long to listen to us talk about Maximum Overdrive and the Walmart Man, Oh my
0: God. You are amazing. You deserve a medal.
1: Um, Check us out. We are uh, we got a Twitter, Movie Geek Cast. Um, we're on Facebook um our daughter's taking over our snapchat or something
0: it's amazing so we're on snapchat as movie geek cast and i created this for for this podcast thinking like oh that'll be fun we can like you know um snap live when we are watching a movie or when we're discussing it this or whatever dangerous. i
1: think snapchat's become her her virtual reality um, oh my god and she's, the lawnmower, she's the
0: lawnmower man for this but she knows how to use it now. And so she's obsessed because she'll be like, Mommy, smile, this, she, that.
1: But then, like, a she's going to be she's like trying to murder us, Chrissy. And um, she's going to be like, My birth cry will be the sound of phones ringing
0: everywhere. It's entirely possible. And I'll be
1: like, What does that and mean? Except Brooklyn? she's a
0: preschooler. So she reads books about like farm animals. She'll be like, So when all the cows moo together, that means it's me. And you're like, mmm. Yeah.
1: I don't know if I'm entirely comfortable with how good she is at Snapchat. She's really good at it. So. She's better than me. Um. So yeah, so
0: follow Brooklyn and us at Movie Geek Cast on Snapchat.
1: Um. But yeah, I guess the biggest thing is thanks for listening. Um. And we will catch you next
0: time. And if you have any movies you want to send our way, as suggestions certainly tweet them to us, or you can private message whatever you prefer.
1: Totes, especially if it's something that would go well with Independence Day resurgence.
0: Good luck, people. <laughs>